Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Bible study. God bless you. Thank you all for making it out. It looks like it's a little cold today, right? Compared to the last uh, several weeks, even is today's uh, today's a cold day. So you are courageous. You love the Lord. You brave the cold, and you are here. God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. All right, thank you for coming. So tonight, I added a bonus to our Bible study series. Uh, it was uh, supposed to be a four-part series that was advertised for the life-changing prayer series that we've been talking about. Amen. Uh, so we've covered a number of um, what we call Pauline prayers, right? Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 1. We've studied uh, a number of them in Philippians and First uh, and Second Thessalonians. Uh, so we've studied a number of these prayers, and I, you know, I, I'm sure you've all been blessed. Uh, but I think I felt there's some part that I haven't covered. Uh, so we're going to add today's class to it. Uh, you know, so we're going to talk about praying in the spirit. Because if there's one thing that uh, Apostle Paul advocated for the most is actually this concept of praying in the spirit. He talked about it a lot uh, in many of his writings. And I think, uh, so we're going to try to go through that tonight. Uh, we're going to try to understand what praying in the spirit is. And we're going we're gonna to talk about the benefit of it. Uh, amen. All right, so let's pray. So Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for giving us the privilege and access into your mysteries, into the secret of the kingdom. The Bible says unto us it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. And we thank you that you are here to teach us. You are here to open our minds. And we know our lives will never remain the same because we are here. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. All right. How many of us have heard the word or the phrase praying in the spirit before? Or pray in the spirit? Okay. All right. So what do you understand when you hear the word pray in the spirit or praying in the spirit? Can we move forward a little bit? I think it would be nice to at least try to occupy, try to leave one, two, three, four, the last four rows. Let's try to leave the last four rows. Amen. All right. Let's try to come forward. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Sister Tokes. All right. You can leave after. No problem. All right. So you can just, let's leave the last four rows and come forward. All right. So people who come later can occupy those to avoid destruction. There are distractions. All right. Amen. 
All right. So who's going to be our ushers tonight? Do we have two people that will help us? All right. Who's going to volunteer? We need volunteer ushers. All right. I think uh, Cassandra is volunteering here. All right. So. Okay. So Cassandra volunteered Maya. All right. Okay. Okay. That's good. All right. So how many of us have heard the phrase, pray in the spirit or praying in the spirit? Now, what do you understand by that phrase? Do people want to share? When you hear the word, oh, let's pray in the spirit or you need to pray in the spirit. What does it mean to you? to the will of God. So heavenly language, is that, uh, is that Yoruba language? I think that's, that's, that's my mother tongue. I think it's heavenly. I think it's the best language yes. in the world. It's um, heavenly language, like in, speaking in tongues. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you now. All right. You were speaking Christianese before, and you say heavenly language. All right. Okay, so you, for you, it means praying in tongues. And you said something else. It means... Praying the word of God. All right. Okay. Any other person want to share? What do you, what do you, when you hear the word praying the spirit, what, what comes to your mind? Any other person? All right. We have uh, Sister Amechi want to say something. Praying the will of God. Praying the will of God. Okay. Any other, any other person? Any other person want to say something? Okay. Oh, okay. Our young man here has something to say. Um, to me, praying in the, um, the word of God is like speaking in a heavenly language that God created. All right. Yes. Heavenly language that God created. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. That's good. All right, so let's read a few scriptures that I put in here. I put like three of them. All right. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Uh, I want you to keep in mind this verse is actually part of a a passage, right, where uh, the writer of uh, Ephesians, which is Paul, is talking about the you know, the weapons of our warfare. He's talking about, you know, putting on the old armor of God. And he talked about, you know, the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the, you know, the, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. And he said we should put on all that. And at the end he said, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. But you notice he says, and pray in the spirit. It has to mean something. Otherwise, he can just say pray, right? I mean, everybody can understand and make sure you pray. And there are a lot of instructions in the Bible that tells us to pray. Pray at all times. Pray always. Man ought always to pray and not faint, right? Jesus even taught the disciples to pray, which we know as the Lord's prayer. But this is... A little different. It says, pray in the spirit. All right, that's something we need to kind of pay attention to. Then Jude, in Jude, you know, I put 120 
but Jude is just one chapter, so people will just say Jude 20, all right? Uh, he said, but you, dear friends, by building yourself up in your most holy faith, I'm praying in the Holy Spirit. You see, he also said praying in the Holy Spirit. So he didn't just say pray. He didn't just say pray fervently. He didn't just say pray at all time. Here is really qualifying it by saying praying in the Holy Spirit. All right? So obviously it means something. Uh, Romans chapter 8, also written by Apostle Paul, says in the same way, he actually goes a little bit deeper here. He says some other things that are, you know, that, that, that we can, that can become a subject of study of his own. He says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. So it's even going to some level about the Spirit helping us to pray. First of all, he's talking about, you know, he helps our weakness. So obviously, he's not necessarily saying that the Holy Spirit prays for us or pray instead of us. He's not advocating here that we don't pray and the Spirit prays. But he's kind of saying that he supports us. He hates us somehow, right? So he says the Spirit helps our weakness. How and why? Because we do not know what we ought to pray for. You know, sometimes we blank out. How many of us have blanked out? I mean, you, you're just, you know, about time where I just have the urge to pray, pray, the passion to pray, or I know I need to pray, and I get to the place of prayer, and I blank out. How do I even pray? All right, what do I even pray, right? You know? Maybe your, your wife just anger you so terribly and you just want to pray. Should I pray that God should just take her away or what? <laughs> or, 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 you know, what do you pray about? I mean, you just want to pray. Just say, in the name of Jesus, God, just do something, right? I mean, you just, so we've all found ourselves in situations where we don't know what, how we ought to pray. And I think that's true. But, he said the Spirit, and no, no, notice he's saying the Holy Spirit here, himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Wow, that's deep. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Holy Spirit. He there seems to me, he means God, who searches our heart, right? Knows the mind of the Holy Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. I mean, this is powerful stuff. This is deep stuff right there. I mean, we, this can be a Bible study on its own. So, so we know that there, this is not just playing with words. This is not just mindless words, the old concept of praying in the spirit, right? It's not just a cute phrase. It means something. It's specific. It's something that uh, we should understand. All right? Now, I go on to say the Greek word translated pray in, to pray in, can have several meanings. 
It can mean by the means of. So pray in the Spirit means pray by the means of the Holy Spirit. That is, using the Holy, using the Holy Spirit as a means of praying or with the help of the Holy Spirit, right? Also in the sphere of, that is in the presence of, or praying, being filled with the Holy Spirit. It can also mean in connection to the Holy Spirit. So it, it can mean many things, but at least we know in every, every instance he's talking about the Holy Spirit. So Praying in the Spirit does not refer to words we are saying. It should be words we are saying alone. Rather, it refers to how we are praying. All right? So, praying in the Spirit is praying according to the Spirit leading. All right? That means the Spirit is leading and dictating what we are praying for or how we are praying. All right, that's in general. However, the Bible is also clear that praying in the Spirit or with the Spirit, and I'm going to show you that, is praying in the Spirit or with the Spirit. I want you to understand that. Look at in the Spirit is the uppercase S, right? Capital S, right? But when you're saying with the Spirit, it's lowercase s. How? What's the difference? Uh, what's the connection? Why you think about it? Let me finish reading, right? So praying in the Spirit or with the Spirit also means speaking or praying in unknown tongues. All right? So we'll read two scriptures, both from 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2 says, For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by this Spirit. So that means the Spirit is aiding them, right, to speak mysteries that no one understands only God understands. Now he's talking about tongue, right? That's tongue. Tongues are mysteries. They are mysterious. Nobody understands them. God understands them. Is that clear? So, now, so look, in, in, look at how he uses, he said, by the Spirit. So kind of like praying in the Spirit or praying by the Spirit, which, is, which means the same thing. But he goes on, on the same subject in verse 14, he says, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit. I want you to notice now, he's now using small letter S here. These things are important. When you read the Bible, you need to, you need to be able to distinguish. You know, so he's saying, in a, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. My mind means is my intellect. So when I'm praying, in tongue, my spirit is the one praying, all right? My mind is really not useful because I, I'm not using my intellect. I'm not formulating any 
sentences, sentences, or anything. I'm not formulating anything. So my mind is, use, is useless in that regard. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. So is equating praying in the spirit is also praying with the spirit. So praying in the spirit with the uppercase S, right, is equal to praying in the praying with the spirit, lowercase. Oh, it looks like I've confused you guys. I see the faces like, wow, this is like, wow, algebra. Algebra. All right. Does anybody, can anybody, oh, is that okay? Do you want to say something? Thank you, Sister Debbie, for bailing me out. Somebody speaks, right? Yeah. And the small s represent, you know, we are made of spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. So it's referring to our spirit. Mm-hmm. So how come praying in the spirit? So, so, so do they mean the same thing? Is praying in the spirit the same thing as praying with my spirit? Do they mean the same thing? It's not a trick question. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm thinking that the first one praying in the spirit, if we read, if we look at the first Corinthians 14, 2, it talks about you know we are praying to God. It says that speaks in the tongue, does not speak to people but to God. So I'm thinking that when we pray in the spirit, capital S, is we actually praying, this is my own thought, in a secret place, we're just communing with God. So, you know, sometimes some, you know, you can pray for one in the spirit for one hour, two hours, you're just praying in tongues. You're praying in tongues, you're singing in tongues. So you're not having anybody around you, you're just praying because the spirit is just taking you there. But the slower one is Probably when you're praying, you're leading a corporate prayer or you're leading a family prayer and you're praying, you know, you're praying with your spirit. But, you know, when he's talked about my, your mind being unfruitful, you know, while you were talking, I was thinking sometimes we just say, let's pray. We're just praying, you're just blasting tongue. And really our mind is not in what we are praying or we don't even have to. But when, sometimes when we keep praying, somehow our mind now, you know, connects with the prayer and then we begin to, you know, scriptures begin to come to mind. You know, that way you are praying in the spirit and you just realize that something is, your, your mind is speaking something. Might probably picking um, the church or picking the kids or picking a situation around you and you're not speaking, oh, you're praying it and say, oh, oh, Holy Spirit, you're praying and you're praying and you say, God, oh, this particular issue. And you didn't, you're not thinking about it when you started praying, but as you pray in the, with the Spirit, you know, scriptures, things, situations are coming to your mind and you begin to, you know, point those things that, you know, the, that God really wants you to pray about. Praise the Lord. Amen. Any other person wants to answer the question? Uh... So, um, when I think about it, I think about praying. Uh, so are, they, praying... are they the same or are they different? Praying 
in the capital S spirit, I'm praying with the smaller S spirit. Are they the same? I'd say yes and no. Wow. <laughs> That's a political answer right there, right? <laughs> That, that seems like what a senator would talk. How a senator would answer that question. So let me answer it because of time. They mean the same thing. They are exactly the same thing. I mean, if you look at what he's saying here. He, he, so when we are praying in the Spirit, that means we're praying by the help of the Holy Spirit. That is praying in the Spirit. But the person doing the praying is our spirit. Right? When I'm praying in tongues, it's my spirit that is praying, right? Because I, I'm not formulating that word. That word is coming out of my spirit, out of my spirit, right? But out of my spirit, being headed by the Holy Spirit, right? It's the Holy Spirit that supplied the utterance, right? They began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. So, so sometimes when the Bible says, I will pray, notice that he's been using praying in the spirit. He said, when, you, when you're praying in tongues, you are praying, you are speaking mysteries by the spirit. But he's, he's also talking about the same thing when he says, my spirit prays. He's trying to say, it is your spirit that is praying by the help of the Holy Spirit. So they mean the same thing, just to clarify that. Now, when he's saying, when he's talking about my understanding is unfruitful. Your understanding is really not useful when you're praying. But he's now saying, now, I will now also pray in understanding. So that means I can be praying in the Spirit and be praying in understanding. Because when you are praying in the Spirit, your, your mind is still working. You can be praying in the Spirit and be distracted. Right? How many of us have had that before? All right. All of us, right? We know. So you can be praying in the Spirit. So, He's saying, how will I, so what will I do? That means I will also try to pray with my mind, right? I will, you know, to be more effective, right? I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in understanding also, you know, so that's what he's trying to say here because he's just trying to teach us uh, basic things. So, so, so it is something that Apostle Paul really talks about. So you can't really talk about Pauline prayer without really talk about, uh, without talking about uh, praying in the Spirit. Amen. All right, I think there will be, let me see another verse that I want us to read in 1 Corinthians 14. Oh my God, I'm looking for my Bible. All right. 1 Corinthians 14. All right. Now, is everybody clear now, I mean, clear now about the meaning of praying in the Spirit? All right? Okay. So I'm going to try to read verse 18. Verse 18. So I love what he says in verse, verse 14. He said, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, Right? But my mind is unfruitful, so what will I is unfruitful, so what shall I do? Then I will do both. I will pray with my spirit and I will pray with I will pray with my understanding. He said, I will even sing in my spirit, and I will also sing with my understanding. And he 
he, he, he went in verse 18, he said, I thank my God that I speak with tongues more than you all, right? He's saying, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a tongue talker, all right? I, I love to speak in tongues, and I do it more than all of you, you know, so I'm not, you know, so I, I think I like the fact that this is what Apostle Paul does, right? And this is what he's trying to encourage us to, to do. So when we talk about Pauline prayer, we can't talk about Pauline prayer without talking about praying in the Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. So, I want to now talk about the benefit of praying in the Spirit. Why it is important. Why it is very, very important for every believer to practice speaking in tongues, praying in the Spirit. Um, tongues, as we said, they are really private language. And they are private prayer language, all right? They are not necessarily public prayer language, all right? They are not, unless you have diverse kind of tongues where you can interpret it, all right? They are primarily, right, for our own personal use to God, right? He says, when you are praying in tongues, you're praying to God, right? No one understands it, all right? But you're speaking to God. God understands it. You're speaking mysteries to God. I actually like that. When I'm praying in tongues, I encourage myself. The way I stay motivated praying in tongues is I have this, some of these verses that I, I begin to meditate on to encourage myself. So I'm thinking about 1 Corinthians 14 too. I am just imagining myself. I'm just boasting in myself that I'm, I'm speaking mysteries to God, which is amazing that I'm, you know, no one understands, but in the spirit, I am speaking mysteries to God. I mean, that's amazing that I'm able to communicate to God in mysterious ways, you know, that no one understands, that the devil doesn't understand, that the enemy doesn't understand. I mean, bit, so that, that encourages me, right? to really continue to pray. Because sometimes when you're praying in the spirit, you know, it can feel stupid. You can be discouraged easily because you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know what you're talking about. What am I praying about? You know, but I know I am really speaking mysteries to God. I also encourage myself, you know, with Romans chapter 8, you know, verse 26 that we've talked about. When he says, spirit intercede with us, through wordless groan. But I love verse 27 that says, uh, he who searches our heart knows what is in the mind of the spirit, right? For the spirit makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So I know the spirit is helping me to pray according to the will of God. I mean, I may not understand it, but I know I'm praying the will of God. I know I am praying the will of God. And I've had instances where I knew I just, I had the urge to pray, you know, and I just pray, and I pray in the spirit. And I had a powerful testimony when I was a student. I was praying with one of my friends. We were praying together, and all of a sudden we, another friend, we remember another friend of ours, we just had the urge to pray for him. Now, this, this is when there was no cell phone. You're talking about you know, 30-something years ago now, at least 30 years ago, there was no 
There was no cell phone. There was nothing where we had. So we couldn't even call him to say he was on, he was on another campus in another city. And we just prayed in the Spirit. We just said, well, Holy Spirit, you know why? We just spent like 30, 20 minutes and we were praying in the Spirit. We're just saying, Holy Spirit, you know what we need to pray for. We just prayed, we prayed in the Spirit. Now, months later, we ended up seeing our friend. You know, I mean, the school closes and we, we all met. And, we, and he was talking. And then he started sharing the testimony how he escaped an accident where everybody died. Almost everybody. Like he, he got into a bus station and people on campus. He got into a bus station where he would take a bus and he missed his bus. And this bus left. And, you know, minutes later, accident and people perish. And he was sharing this. And we were like, so when did this happen? It happened to be the exact same day that we prayed. All right. So this is, some, this is something real that happened to me. So, so I knew that really the Holy Ghost prayed what exactly we needed to pray. We didn't know what we were praying. We didn't know what, whether he maybe he didn't have money. We didn't know. I mean, anything could have happened. But we were just praying in the spirit concerning our friend and by God's grace, the Holy Spirit. So I know in my heart, the Holy Spirit knows what needed to be prayed for, right? And he's praying the will of God. So I use that to encourage myself. All right, so let's go, let's go on to talk about the benefit of praying in the Holy Spirit. Number one is praying in the Spirit edifies our spirit, right? Edifies our spirit. It edifies our spirit. When we pray in tongues, our spirit is in contact with the Holy Spirit, who supplies the words and gives the utterance to our spirit man, right? You know, Acts 2, 4, they began to speak with tongues as the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, gives utterance. All right? So, so um, first, uh, first Corinthians 14, 4 says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, right? You know, remember we prayed to be, to be strengthened, right, by a spirit in the inner man. You remember Colossians chapter 1 verse 9? Coloss- I mean, and also uh, Ephesians chapter 3 prayer talks about being strengthened, right, in, our, in the inner man. Hallelujah. So, Part of how this happened is by praying in the Spirit, saying, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. To edify is to build yourself up. All right? Look at Jude. Jude 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. Right? So when we pray in the Spirit, we are building our spirit. We are exercising it's like, a, it's like a workout for a spirit man. You know, it's like a workout. It's like we're building our spirit man. We're building our inner man. We're strengthening our inner man. And our spiritual strength is the strength of our inner man. Right? Our spiritual strength is the strength of our inner man. Our ability to walk in the fruit of the spirit, love, forgiveness, patience, Depends on not our intellect, not on our personality. It depends on our, the strength of our spirit. 
you know, when your spirit is weak, you're not able to walk in the will of God. You're not able to walk in the word of God. You're not able to walk in obedience. Every commandment of God becomes grievous to you, becomes a burden. Whereas Jesus says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. But for people with weak spirits, that's not, they're not. You know, every, every single act of obedience wear them out, frustrate them. You know, that's because your spirit is weak. Praying in the Holy Spirit edifies your spirit. Why the nine spiritual gifts or the nine gifts of the spirit that, we, that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, they edify the body, right? The Bible talks about all the other gifts of the spirit. They are giving to build up the church. Tongues is giving to build up the individual. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. The gift of tongues is giving to build you up. It's for you. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, number two. Because of time, I'm going to jump. I'm going to go through. Praying in the Spirit leads to greater sensitivity to being led by the Holy Spirit. All right, we have a, a few comments. Wow, we have some comments. Thank you. Mercy say, capital S is the spirit of God, while lowercase is our spirit. Yes, I think we've answered that. Thank you. I don't want to forget our online audience. We have so many of them. We're just praying they will make it here one day, right? <laughs> Praise God. So I don't have to be looking at the screen all the time. But we thank God for you that you are here. Amen. Praise God. All right. So, so we say number two, it leads to greater sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Because praying in the Spirit exercises our spirit. All right. Praying in tongues trains us to let the spirit lead instead of our mind. And, and it's a very serious, it's a, it's, it's a very important training that we need to train ourselves. That if I, you know, let's say I go to pray, I want to pray and I'm just praying in the spirit for 20 minutes, for 30 minutes. You see, you're training yourself to actually, to let the spirit take control of things. That takes faith, really, to do you know, you're trusting the Holy Spirit. You're trusting God to actually lead the way in your prayer life. And you see, as it happens in your prayer life, you begin to see that even in your outside of prayer life. You, you understand what I'm talking about? So it's good to do that. I, I think that's why in, uh, in 1 Corinthians 14, 15, when Paul said, what shall I do? Notice he says, I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in understanding also. Uh, sometimes the sequence of things in the Bible can be also very significant, right? He didn't say, I will pray in understanding and I will pray in the spirit. Now he said, I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in understanding also. So personally, I take that to mean I should pray in the spirit first. So when I pray, 
I try to pray in the spirit for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour. If I have more time, if I want to pray for two hours, for example, I'll pray an hour in the spirit. You know, I'll just without even saying anything. I mean, if I want to pray an hour, I'll pray half an hour in the spirit. You know, just pray in the spirit, just pray in the spirit. Then I'll, I'll begin to use my list, you know, I'm, you know, pray in understanding. So that's, that's something to note. Because I think you're training your spirit, you know, you're, you're training yourself to be led by the spirit, to be a spirit-led, you know. Many people will really just want to use their mind a lot. You're training yourself to be led by your mind. And that, that, those are two different ways of living. Being led by your mind and being led by the spirit, they are totally, totally different. I mean, they lead to different outcomes. Now, when you are led by the Spirit, and what I realize also is when I pray in the Spirit for an extended period of time, and I begin to pray in understanding, the quality of my praying in understanding also increases. I mean, it's just, I'm, at a, I'm at a different level. I'm, I'm now even praying many times something totally different. From, from what I really plan to pray for because somehow the Spirit takes me to where I need to be. And I, even my praying understanding is enhanced because I have prayed in the Spirit. So that's, that's something that I, I just want to note uh, that can be of great help. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 Corinthians 14, 14, 5 says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unuseful, is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Very, very powerful. Number three, praying in the spirit leads to receiving wisdom and revelation from God. You see, we've talked about spiritual wisdom and revelation, Right? Even in our prayer, in the Poland prayer, right, Paul? We've talked about that a lot. One of the big elements of the Pauline prayer is praying for wisdom, praying for understanding, praying for revelation. Hallelujah. So the more interaction we have with the Holy Spirit, the more access we have to his wisdom and revelation. Ephesians 1, 7, 17 rather is you know, asking God for spirit of wisdom and revelation. You know, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 16, which I would like us to read. 1 Corinthians 2. If you go from 9, I love this passage. It's a very beautiful passage, very, very beautiful. I'll just read it because it's beautiful. I, I really will encourage you. But it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. So this is Paul saying that no eyes have seen it, no ear has heard it, right? It has not entered into the heart of any man what God has prepared. But God has revealed them to us. Wow. I mean, that's, that's powerful. I mean, like we know it. I mean, he's talking about himself now. God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, 
the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of, him, of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now, I'll, I'll point you to Romans that we read. In Romans, he said, he that searcheth the heart, right? God who searches the heart, Romans right, 8, 27, God who searches the heart knows what is in the mind of the spirit, right? For the spirit makes intercession for the saint according to the will of God. Look at what he's saying. He's, he's kind of saying it in the reverse. He now says, you know, he says, no, no man, there's no, what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man. It is only your spirit that knows what is in you. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. It's only the spirit that knows the deep things of God. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us of God. So it is through our interaction with the Holy Spirit that things from God can be deposited into our mind that can be useful for us, right? The things of God has to... And one of the interactions, I mean, one of the most powerful interactions we have with the Holy Ghost is praying in the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's the most basic. I mean, it doesn't stop there. It goes to multiple levels. But if you don't start there, you're not even going to go far. You have to start from somewhere. You have to have those personal encounters with the Lord with the prayer language. Hallelujah. So he leads us into the wisdom of God. It leads us into understanding of God. You know, we know the deep things of God, the things God has prepared for us. When we pray a lot in tongues, the revelations of God will be transmitted into our understanding as an overflow. All right? It's like it's, it bubbles. I mean, that's how I experience it. I experience it's almost like a bubble. It's almost like, it's almost like you, pray, you pray in the spirit up to a point when it's almost like the, the river just overflows and it flows into your mind. And you begin to have some powerful understanding, powerful revelation, powerful ideas from the Lord for your life. It's not just for things, for ideas, for what you want to do. You have revelations about people. You have ideas about things you are about to do, going to do. Decisions in your life becomes better. You know, be, you know, the quality of your decisions. And that's how you know you have wisdom. You make better decisions. The quality, the soundness of those decisions. You will see them from there. Praise the name of Jesus. Praying in the spirit is one way to get there. I mean, there are multiple ways, obviously. You know, you know the word of God, counsel, and every other thing. But praying in the spirit, man, is a very powerful way to get there. Amen. Let's move on. Number four. Praying in the Spirit introduces us to the mysteries of God. I love that. You know, a mystery in the New Testament is something that at one time been hidden but is now revealed to God's people. God's plans are always referred to as the mysteries of God. 1 Corinthians 14, 2, which we've talked about. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. For no one understands him, but in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So you are introduced into the world of mysteries. 
mysteries of God, into secret of God. The Bible says the secret of God belongs to those who fear him, right? God, you want to be someone that God can reveal his secret to. I believe that being faithful in using your prayer language is a key to that. When you are faithful in the use of this beautiful gift that we've been given, which is a prayer language, you're going to really have encounter with the mysteries of God in a way that you cannot ordinarily on your own. Hallelujah. Let's move on because of time. If you have any question, you can just raise your hand. You know, I would just, just interrupt me. Just raise your hand and we will take it. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. So we are in uh, five. Praying in the spirit builds up, build us up in our most holy faith. All right? Builds us up in our most holy faith. When we pray in tongues, we do so by faith. How many of us know that? It's by faith. I mean, it's actually by faith. I mean, after a while, you just know. I, I no longer have that, those worries. I used to have those worries when I, when years ago, I used to just say, what am I doing? <laughs> I used to say, Does, doesn't this sound crazy that I'm just saying things I don't understand for an extended period of time? I mean, it's actually very easy to, to speak in tongues in church when other people are speaking in tongues, right? Because everybody's just a shahandele, everybody, and the atmosphere is just like, whoa, and everybody's just going on, going on, going on. You know, but when you're on your own, it's not that easy. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really hard to do it. You know, the first 10 minutes is the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then the next 10 minutes. Now, but when you get to a point, wow, and I, I mean, and try this. If you are able to break, you know, maybe that 20-minute mark. When you break 20-minute mark, if you can break 30-minute mark, it's like you hit, I mean, some water right there, and you just see that you're just, you're just going. You know, that's, that's something that you should try, you know, privately. People who can discipline themselves to pray extended period of time in tongues, in the spirit, really they are building up their faith. Because you are just, you're believing really that you are doing something so powerful because the Bible says so. I mean, the temptation is, you know, to just quickly switch. You know, you know when sometimes when my wife and I pray, you know, she will just want to switch to understand. I say, no, 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 we're praying the Spirit. <laughs> you know, she would like to switch, switch to just say words because she's just like, you know, we've been doing this for you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, I want to say something that I can feel, you know. Sometimes I just want to feel what I'm talking about. I just want to beg God. I want to really say something that I, you know, I'm just saying gibberish, right? You know, but I think it takes faith to stay there just knowing this is even much more powerful than whatever I can come up with on my own. I mean, this the language that the Holy Ghost is giving is much more powerful than what I can come up with. And you know, when you pray in the spirit, I'll, I'll tell you another thing. God will now begin to give you, and this happens to me a lot, I begin to feel the emotion of the prayer. Sometimes I even know this is warfare because I, I, I see the emotion of warfare. 
Sometimes I know this is worship. Even though I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I know this is worship. The language of worship. I know it's the language of warfare. I know sometimes it's the language of intercession. Simply because you, you, know, you just know in your spirit without necessarily hearing, understanding the words. Hallelujah. We're going to move to six now. No, yeah, six. Praying in the spirit is praying in God's perfect will. How about that? I mean, that is really something we should be excited about. That I know that I know I am praying in God's will. I'm praying God's will. And what is prayer if it is not God's will? Right? Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Isn't that the essence of prayer? The essence of prayer is not to impose our will to God. The essence of prayer is to bring God's will to earth. It's to bring God's will into our family, into our environment, into our churches, into our neighborhood, into our experience. We want to bring, we want to align our own experience with God. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. That is the essence of every single prayer. That's, that's prayer. And the Bible says, he who searches the heart. I'll, go, I'll take you back to Romans 8, 27. He who searches the heart knows what is in the mind of the spirit. For the spirit makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I mean, there are some prayer you just need to pray in the spirit. All right? If you're praying for a spouse, you better pray in the spirit. That's some area that your mind will mess you up. Your mind will confuse you. All right? You better pray in the spirit. You better just give it to the Holy Ghost and pray in the spirit. He knows the will of God. Your understanding might hinder the will of God. Might mess you up. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Spirit. Just release it to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. All right, so with our limited understanding, we do not know God's perfect will in every situation. And that's true. So how do we pray in the will of God? When we pray in tongues, we move beyond our finite minds and human limitation to pray in the perfect will of God. We are praying the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's move to seven. Intercession by the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is intercession. You know, have you been in a situation when you were weak, you needed help, and you did not know how to pray. Many of us have been there. You needed someone to pray for you. Through the prayer language of the Spirit, He makes intercession for us and for the saints according to the perfect will of God. Now, this is also intercession, praying for other people. You know, sometimes praying for other people is praying the mind of God for them. You know, I think praying for other people is, should be mostly, apart from situations where there are specific prayer, you know, sometimes people are sick, people are looking for a job. Even in those instances, we still don't know the perfect will of God. Someone might be looking for a job. Maybe they actually should be businessmen. Maybe they should be starting a business, right? Or someone can say, can you please pray for me? I need this job. 
Pastor, this job, I really need it. I mean, I, I must get this job, Pastor, please. I need you to pray. I must. If I don't get this job, I mean, I think life is really going to be bad. You know, so, there are sometimes people feel like that. Okay, sure, I'm going to pray. I'll pray. But I'll also pray in the spirit for them. Because sometimes maybe that is as, as much as they want that job, they feel they need that job, maybe, they, maybe that job is not the will of God for them. I mean, there are times God actually shows us his will, you know, by revelation, right? He tells us this is you, this is this. Then we can pray. Those are perfect prayer because we know this is, and that's what prophecy does for us, right? When we receive a word from the Lord, the word from the Lord is something for us to pursue. You know, when God gives us a word, it's actually an invitation to pray. Hallelujah. But praying the Spirit is really the way to make sure we are interceding correctly. Let's go to number eight. Praying the Spirit helps us in spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6. Many of us know Ephesians chapter 6, right? Finally, my brethren, right? From verse 10. Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord, right? And in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, right? Hallelujah. So that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And he says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of wickedness. He goes on and on. And he went to say from verse 14, stand therefore, having guarded your waist with truth, having put your breastplate of righteousness, verse 15, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, word of God. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication. In the spirit. Because how do we use this weapon? Have you ever figured out? How do we use the weapon that he's talking about? He's talking about all kinds of weapons, right? How? It is in praying. It is in praying that we actually brandish our sword, right? It's not a physical sword, but the sword of spirit is the word of God. But how do we use it? In place of prayer. How do we use our faith? In place of prayer. How do we use the shield of faith? In place of prayer, we exercise our faith. So verse 18 actually tells us how to use the weapon. But he says, praying always. Hallelujah. With all prayer and supplication. In the spirit. Praying in the spirit is powerful. It's really, really a way to to, 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 to do spiritual warfare. You see, many people do spiritual warfare these days, but it's really not spiritual warfare. It's really carnal warfare. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. That means they are not fleshy. That means they don't employ human ways. But many of the spiritual warfare prayer that people pray today, it's not even spiritual. They are carnal. 
They're so carnal. They are so full of flesh. They're so full of this is against me, this, kill this person. Something that is even not in the word of God. They are contrary to the will of God. It looks like somebody has something to say. All right. Okay. The permissive will of God. For example, going back to your example of a job, is it possible for someone to for someone to pray to God for a job that is not God's best for them, or maybe not where God wants them, but He allows them to get a position, a different position that you know isn't isn't necessarily what he wants for them in that moment. So is, is there a permissive will of God? Yeah, there is permissive will of God. Uh, in fact, if you go to Matthew chapter 19, they were talking about divorce. The disciples went to Jesus and they were asking questions. And Jesus said, well, Moses permitted divorce because of the hardness of your heart. So God does permit things. I mean, because... It's not his perfect will. He's simply saying, God, permit things. I mean, a lot of time we walk in permissive will of God, not the perfect will of God. I mean, God just say, okay, if that's what you want to do, do it. And you'll find out. <laughs> All right? I mean, something like that. I mean, God is merciful, God. Sometimes he, he knows we'll probably learn through the process, right? Yeah. You know? You know, you do what you're not supposed to do. You marry what you're not supposed to marry or you get into a relationship you're not supposed to get into. You know, you know if there's no permissive will of God, we'll all be dead <laughs> because the eternity will be takes you out, right? <laughs> so, I mean, so God says, this is, this is my perfect will. I mean, but you choose yours, okay. But it gives, so a lot of times we do. I mean, none of us is perfect. I mean, we will all at some point be in the permissive will of God. But that's not something we, sh- we should want to be. I know believers say, well, I know it's not the perfect, but it's permissive, you know, and they just go for it. Some people try to deceive themselves. No, that's not what we should be seeking, the perfect will of God. I mean, there are times when life happens to us. Let's say someone now, unfortunately, they find themselves in a divorce situation, right? And they have to move on, remarry, or things like that now. That situation has become not a perfect will of God. That is, that is not how God intended it to be. You know, but in some situation, God says, that's fine. So he says, look, Moses permitted divorce because of the, because they were asking, they were trying to trick you. He said, how come Moses now allow people to di- divorce? He said, well, it was permitted. It was not so from the beginning. That was it. Moses permitted divorce because people's hearts were hardened. And I'm not going to let people, allow people to kill each other, right? <laughs> so he said, so, but he said in the beginning, it was not so. So, in, you know, so the whole idea is it was not the perfect will of God, but God does permit things because of circumstances, you know? But that means we are okay, but we are not getting the best, you know? If we can't control it, fine. But if we can control it, I think we should want the best, right? Yes. Praise Jesus. Amen. All right. That's a good question, though. Thank you for, for that. Number nine, praying the Holy Spirit is worshiping in a new dimension in the Spirit. I think from the, 
from the, you know, from the, we've read that. Uh, I will, 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15. What shall I do, right? I will pray in the spirit and I'll pray in understanding also. He even said, I will sing in the spirit, right? I'm sure. And I will sing in understanding also. Right? So people can sing in tongues, you know, be, you know um, just as we sing in understanding. All right. And I, I put a few verses in there that you just see in the scripture, Acts 2.11, we hear them speak in our own tongue the wonderful works of God. And those of the circumcision will believe uh, were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured on the Gentiles also, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. So a lot of times when we are speaking in tongues, we are actually worshiping. It's the purest form of worship if we are able to get there. Hallelujah. So that is another way to pray. Praying in the Spirit is another Pauline way of prayer. Amen. How many people are blessed? How many people are blessed tonight? Can we rise up and just, uh, let's pray in the spirit for a few minutes. If you are joining us online, this is something you should also do with us. Amen. Wow. Can we have, is David here? David is not here, right? Wow. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Can you, are you able to get on the keys? Just, can we lift up our hands and just begin to pray in the spirit? If you can't pray in the spirit, just worship God. Just, just worship God. I believe some of us, the Holy Spirit can come upon you and give you that prayer language right now. If you're watching us on, if you're watching this online, I need you to lift up your hands and just begin to pray in the spirit. Maske Freke senteria hambro kasande karamba soprenderia laba. Vrederebo supra kayenda labo soprenda la labo sande kaya labosa. Vrederebo suprenderebo shihanda la lababa. Vrederebo suprenderianda hinkerebo suprenderia la laba. Marianderebo suprenderebo santa hande ingerebo sahanda la baba sekete. Skembrodorobo suprenderi andalalaba, sopredi andalalaba, vrenderi andalalaba, baba, 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 songori andalalaba, mahambro sotoria, jembrori andalalaba, sutanda, incredible sutaraba, vrenderebo suprenderi andalalaba, baba, baba, jembrodorobo shebredi andalalaba, baba, baba, jembrodorobo supredi alaba. In Jesus' name. Can we keep quiet? Can we keep quiet? I want, I want the presentation to display Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Amen. Acts chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Acts chapter 2. We're going to read uh, verse, verse, from verse 1. I want you to, you can see it on the screen. They will display it. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. I want you to say sound from heaven. As a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. I want you to just use your imagination. 
A sound from heaven came as of a rushing mighty wing. He filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and sat upon each of them. I want you to notice, watch this, verse 4. Can we read verse 4 together? One, two, go. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, Holy Spirit, we ask that you will give us utterance tonight. I ask that everyone here and everyone listening will be filled with the Holy Spirit and will begin to speak as the Spirit gives them utterance. In Jesus' name. Can you just open your mouth and speak it? I believe utterance is here. Holy Ghost, feel this place. Release, release your power, release your spirit upon everyone that is under the sound of my voice. Fill them with the spirit. Fill them with the Spirit. Release. Riande kayenda lava sonta hande kayalaba. Memoro boso tori kanda di kandere boso to. Mamoro bosinta yalaba baba. You can just speak in understanding. Just worship God. Just worship God. Even if you don't have the prayer language, just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And just watch what God will do. Mehenderia Kayala. Mamoro Bosinteri and Alia Kayera Babasoto. Vredebosuntori and Alakeyara Basoto. Mari Candere Kenderere Bosoto. Vrenderi and Alala Baboro Bosotori and Derere Bosoto. Jendere Keri Karua Yahamo Sohonda Kaba. Vreda Bosantalaba. Lord, we ask for utterances. Lord, we ask for utterances. Lord, we ask for utterances. We ask that you will fill us. We ask for prayer language. We ask for your heavenly language. We ask for fresh baptism. We ask for a fresh touch from you, Lord. Maliande leleboso proto sotorianda la 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 ba. Jem broto sotoriande leleboso torianda la 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 ba ba. Malia kayeri yara la ba 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 ba. Mem broto sotoriande leleboso proto. Thank you Jesus. Jem broto sotoriande la la ba 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 ba. In Jesus name. I'm going to read another scripture and we'll do another prayer for five minutes and we close. 
can you can you display John chapter 7 from uh, verse 37 John chapter 7 verse 37 I'll read a few verses there. You can see it on the screen. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Is anyone thirsty tonight? He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. The King James Version says, Out of his belly, shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39 says, But this is spoke concerning the Holy Spirit, whom those believing in him will receive. For the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit was not yet given at this time because Jesus was not yet glorified. I love, you know, verse, you know, verse, uh, verse seven, 37 that says, Out of his belly, verse 38, shall flow rivers of living water. I want you to put your hands on your belly. I want you to say, out of my belly shall flow rivers of living waters. He said, the Holy Spirit is is the living water. It flows. Put that hands on your belly and and just pray in the Spirit. Just pray in the Spirit. If you're not, if you're not, if, if if you don't have the language, just believe God. Just believe God. And say, Lord, out of my belly, out of this belly, shall flow. So, Father, let it flow right now. I pray, let it flow right now. Let it flow out of their belly. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let the rivers of living water flow. Please join us if you're watching online. Maria Kayende in Keria Kayero Posotoria Vrenderebo Mamo Sotoria la 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 baba baba Let it flow let it flow let it flow Out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water rivers of living water Ria Kasenderebo Supreme Mariangelebo Supreme Malienderebo Supranta Santa ya la la baba Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help us to be faithful with this prayer language. Help us to be able to Use this prayer language you've given to us faithfully in our prayer closet. Help us to get the most out of it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. All right, so we're going to close in a a few minutes. Hallelujah. 
Amen, amen, amen. Uh, before we go, we're going to take our offering. Amen. Uh, all the means of giving, uh, of giving offering to the Lord here, they are displayed on the screen. And if you want to use the envelope, there should be some uh, by the, in front of you, by the, behind the chair in front of you, there should be some envelope there. Uh, so you can use that and you can deposit them in the, there's some white boxes that we have on the corner to my right and to my left right here. So you can take care of that. Amen. God bless you as you give to God. I'm going to do my giving, make a few announcements, and we're going to close the service. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so this Friday we have the fresh outpouring. Amen. Uh, it will start at 8 p.m. It's a powerful service. It's a service of prayer, worship, uh, you know, in a prayer, worship, revival. I mean, it's a wonderful, wonderful service that I will encourage everyone. That's one service you cannot enjoy watching from home. Uh, if you're watching, please plan to be here on Friday, 8 p.m. as we worship, pray, intercede, and believe God for revival. It's a revival service. Uh, it's a service that is full, full of the Holy Spirit. Uh, so I want you to please uh, come. Uh, may the Lord bless you as you do so. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I think that is the announcement. Tomorrow is the marriage success class, right? If you register, you will get the Zoom link. And I believe you can still quickly register or at least ask to be included uh, by sending an email to uh, marriage at agapehousenj.org. Uh, hopefully that email address is, uh, is there. But either way, you can go to the website and still register. I believe the link is still on the website for the marriage success class. All right, fresh outpouring on Friday is displayed. God bless you. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you tonight for the gracious time you've allowed us to have to learn, to understand your ways, to, you know, to just glean from the revelation of your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our teacher. We honor you. We thank you. We pray that what we've learned tonight will become engrafted in our hearts and become our way of life. Thank you because you've answered our prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. All right. Good night. God bless you.